Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, April 21st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. You can order food at Missouri S&T and have it delivered by an autonomous robot. There's not as many lines and it'll send your food to you so you have more time for homework. Those little robots have been called cute, but also a sign of the campus's commitment to innovation. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Ald will have that story in a few minutes. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey says rules restricting gender-affirming care affect both minors and adults. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports that is causing alarm among LGBTQ advocates. Among other things, Bailey's rules require people to have three years of documented gender dysphoria and, quote, resolve psychiatric symptoms from existing mental health issues. There had been some question about whether the rules only affected minors, but Bailey confirmed they impact everyone. These are intended to protect all patients. Brandon Hill of Vivant Health, which provides health care services to the LGBTQ community, says Bailey's rules could make it impossible for people to access hormone therapy and gender transition surgeries. This rule coming out of the attorney general's office in Missouri is unlike anything we've seen before. The rules go into effect next week, but are expected to be subject to a lawsuit. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Charter schools will continue to receive a portion of sales tax revenue originally set aside for desegregation programs in St. Louis public schools. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals issued that opinion yesterday. Douglas Thaman is the executive director of the Missouri Charter Public School Association and Northside Community School. The court appropriately saw that Charter public school students are public school students in the city of St. Louis, and therefore you know, they are entitled to the same equitable funding as their peers who attend St. Louis public schools. A St. Louis public schools representative says the case highlights a broken education funding system that can only be fixed by the community. There is some movement in the Missouri legislature to raise teacher salaries. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke reports. This week, a Senate committee passed funding for an optional grant program to raise minimum teacher salaries to $38,000. A similar program passed last year, but a House proposal would actually change Missouri law, so districts would be required to pay at least $38,000. Otto Fagen is the legislative director for the Missouri National Education Association. He says even if this raise is passed, funding could still be an issue. To sustainably change teacher pay, you're going to have to have enough resources in the hands of the local schools when they budget each year that they can create a salary schedule that lines up with those expectations. Both teacher pay changes are in the Senate's hands now. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. A public hearing on St. Louis's proposed budget is set for today. Budget Director Paul Payne presented a $1.3 billion package this week to the city's top fiscal body. Employee pay raises and the associated increase in pension costs are the largest growth in expenses. Payne says the city needs to boost salaries to stay competitive. We can't afford to ignore the pension piece associated with that because that's creeping up. He says the city is also wrestling with higher costs for insurance and waste disposal. People who want to comment at today's hearing must pre-register online. 
Walmart closes for good today in Cahokia Heights. Residents say it's a blow to the community. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports. In terms of groceries, there is a schnooks just across the street. However, much of Cahokia Heights and East St. Louis are designated low food access by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. For Cahokia Heights resident Daryl Burris, Walmart's location also provided a convenient place to buy necessities for his young kids. I was a little unhappy because, like, this is the only Walmart that's close, so I had to travel hella far to go to get what I want. Burris says it was nice to have both Walmart and Schnucks locations next to each other so he could compare prices on food. Now the closest Walmart locations for him will be O'Fallon, Belleville, or Granite City. In Cahokia Heights, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Robots are not uncommon at Missouri University of Science and Technology in Rolla. Most are in labs and classrooms as part of the engineering school's education and research programs. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All explains, this year, the robots are taking to the sidewalks and bringing people food. A white cooler about the size of a large microwave on six wheels is whizzing along the sidewalk on Missouri S&T's campus on this warm spring afternoon. The autonomous delivery robot is on its way from the food court in the Havener Center to the residential commons dorm. When it arrives, freshman computer science and engineering major Kayla Barrett from St. Louis comes out to meet it on the sidewalk. She presses a couple of buttons on an app on her phone, opens the lid, and gets the hamburger she ordered. Hello, here's your delivery. Even though it's less than a 10-minute walk to the food court, Barrett says she appreciates the automated delivery service. Thank you. The experience is mostly good. Sometimes things will be wrong or be like a little soggy, but they fix it most of the time. Why do you do this instead of walk over to Havener? There's not as many lines and it'll send your food to you so you have more time for homework. The school has a fleet of 21 of the delivery robots, which are loaded up by food service workers and sent on their way to students, faculty, and anyone else on campus who orders food on the app. They have GPS, cameras, and a lot of technology on board to keep them on course and away from obstacles. Mark Potravka is the director of hospitality services at ST. He says the program launched in November and just a few months in has been an overwhelming success. We're averaging over 150 deliveries a day from all of our units, which is beyond all of our expectations, to be honest. They are happy and we are happy. Einstein Bagels, the most popular order for delivery, has seen its sales increase $4,000 a week since the robots showed up. It's a busy weekday at noon in the food court at S&T's Havener Center. While some workers are loading up delivery robots, the in-person crowd is still showing up. Just about every table is full. Sam Farrar is the director of dining services. We haven't seen a big, a big drop here or anything like that. I think this is just, for the students, just another a way for them to uh, you know, get their, their dining for the day. So I think it's just been an, an added service for them to be able to utilize, but we still have plenty of service going on here on a daily basis. The delivery robots are run by a company called Starship. They add a $2.50 fee and a percentage of the food cost to each bill for delivery. Caleb Thomas is a campus marketing specialist at Starship. He says while his company has robots on many campuses, it may be more successful at s because of the STEM focus of so many of its students. Because of that innovation 
and the students desire to seek it out, they end up adopting our bots almost like pets. Um, students who are who are into robotics and engineering, they love being able to see a real life application of their major um, affecting their day to day life. ST sees the delivery robots as a recruiting tool, showing off the campus as modern and innovating. So much so that during a campus visit day over spring break, when few students were around, the school programmed the robots to make fake runs around campus so parents and prospective students would see them in action. While the robots are in high demand and often called cute, not everyone loves them. Matt Hayek is a geology major from St. Louis. I can see their benefit, but I don't like them here because most of what they're used for is going for the dorms that way where they're going basically off campus, out onto sidewalks. They take up sidewalk space that a lot of people use to get here and they love to get in the way. So far, there have been no collisions between the robots and cars. A few have gotten caught in the snow and required human help to get unstuck. But ST plans to look for ways to expand the automated delivery service in the fall. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. You can see pictures of ST's automated food delivery robots on our website, stlpr.org. Our Brian Moline edited that report. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.